Welcome back, guys. I have a very special guest today. We are so excited to have Allie Hobson. A lot of you may know her as one of the co-founders of Core Formulas and Root Cause Formula. Um, I'm just really excited to have her talk about all of the supplements and just a little bit about you too, because you're an FNTP and that's how you got into this whole space. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. So let's start with a little bit about you so that people know, you know, they know your brands, they know you and Emily founded them and what, like, tell us about how you got into being an FNTP, like your story. Just a little. Sure. So I've always kind of been into health and wellness to some degree. Like I've always been into fitness and track and cheer and like all the things. Um, I would say that I just probably took it to an extreme when I was younger and didn't know better. Um, Fast forward to 2016 was when I kind of like everything came to a head. I had gotten married in 2015. I was like, I'm coming off of birth control. Um, I'm just going to let my cycle do what it needs to do. And long story short, it just like never came. And I was like, this is interesting. I know that it takes a while, but like, it's been at least, it had been about probably a year before I was like, all right, maybe I should look into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went to my primary care physician, which is shocking that they ended up running my TPO antibodies for thyroid. Oh, wow. Um, she'd just done a full panel. Yeah. And happened to run, she was a nurse practitioner and happened to run TPO antibodies. And Mind you, for people who are like, what does that mean? It's really like a great thyroid marker, but it's also checking for autoimmune Hashimoto's. Um, And again, even knowing what I know now so much about lab work, which is really what I do. I'm like, why did she think to run that? I had no symptoms of Hashimoto's at all. No symptoms of thyroiditis or anything hypothyroid. Um, I didn't have any like, you know, severe weight gain or like I wasn't tired all the time. You're like classic thyroid symptoms. I had none of that. Really. The only thing was that I had no cycle. My hormones were totally off. Um, so she ran those and my antibodies were through the roof. They were super, super high. My TSH actually, in fact, was higher. It was like 27, which is really, really out of range. Mm-hmm. 1.5, 3.0. That's like a good range. So 27 to give you reference is like, Ooh, she, I remember her calling me saying like, are you driving right now? And I was like, yeah, why? She's like, are you okay? Like, are you sleeping? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? She's like, I just don't know why you're not exhausted. <laughs> so I realized and kind of found out that I had Hashimoto's um, and these antibodies for my thyroid. And that was really kind of like the, um, at the time, what I thought was the root cause mm-hmm. of what was throwing off all my hormones. Um, so I went on a deep dive to work with a functional doctor for some reason. I don't even really know why I think that in this, in life in general, like you're just put on these paths for whatever reason. And you just Mm -hmm. have to be guided by the universe, trust in God that that is what you're supposed to do. So I randomly found this functional medicine doctor who I had no idea who they were and was like, Hey, I really need help figuring this out. And so, um, from there I became super interested in all of it. It was like this huge puzzle that I just wanted to solve. And I always joke like that's I know why I love like true crime stuff is because it's just like solving the case, you know, like that's what sometimes our health is similar to. Um, And so through that, I ended up finding um, the Nutritional Therapy Association decided I wanted to go back to school for that. At the time I was doing interior design and my major is actually in architecture and real estate. Uh, So nothing to do with what I do now. And out of college, I had worked for Disney doing interior design, real estate planning. Um, I worked in architecture firms doing, you know, that kind of stuff. And I just really have always had a a passion for health. So it was kind of a a natural transition for me. I knew I wanted to be a mom someday and work for myself and working for other people. And my schedule just really didn't work. Um, So that's kind of how I got into, I guess, changing careers completely. And then along that path, you know, realizing what are the other root causes that were driving the Hashimoto's, the antibodies, Um, some things that, you know, to be honest, I'm still working through. This is Mm -hmm. not a quick fix. I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'll start working with someone maybe like three to six months and then everything will be fine. You know, like I've had two kids now, which is something they also told me was never going to be possible with the way that my thyroid was, the way that my body was, you know, hormonally and just completely depleted. I've always been. 
I'm a tiny human just in general, like I'm not even five feet tall. (laughs) And so my, I mean, I weighed probably like 93 pounds most Mm. of my life, which I mean, that's little, that's tiny. And they were like, you need to gain weight. And so actually that's something I don't talk about as much just because I kind of forget I went through all that, but me gaining weight and being okay and coming over and kind of like working through a lot of body image stuff was something was really, really challenging for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's probably a part of my journey as well. But on the other side of it, I really decided that I wanted to help women. And now I've been working with, you know, a few kids and it's really my passion to, to help people, which is ultimately how core formulas and uh, root cause formula when we did it, um, how that came about. I actually want to dig in a little bit to the gaining weight thing because no one talks about it, right? I know that it's yeah. on a lot of people's journeys, especially with amenorrhea. It's so common yeah. to need to gain weight because the body's in such like a chronic state of fight or flight. But talk to me about your journey doing it and then like the body image things that come with it, right? Because yeah. you're so used to your body looking one way your whole life. And then when it starts to shift, it's one thing to know that it's better for you. And it's one thing to like really accept what's happening. Right. And I think the other thing too, is you have this like distorted image. I mean, people who have like body dysmorphia, I mean, you always think that you look different than you really do. And I Mm -hmm. think that was something that I really had to kind of like take a step back and be like, look, you are a healthy person. You look amazing no matter what weight you are. But in my head, it was like, oh, but it's different. Oh, but it's more. Oh, these don't fit. Um, So the first thing that I did was I really took like action items very seriously. So I had a gym membership to well, a gym and then I had a cycling membership. So I would, when I was working a nine to five job, I would get up at like five, probably around five. So I could get to spin class by 6am and then I'd have to be at work by eight. And so I did that probably four to five days a week. And of course I didn't have, you know, a family at this point. So I had a lot more time to be yeah. able to do all these things. And I think at that can tend to work to your disadvantage because you're like, oh, more, more, more. So even after work, I was doing hot yoga and Mm -hmm. hot yoga is great. Sweating is great. You're detoxing. That's not what I was using it for. I came out of those classes feeling like I was a shell of a human. And I was like, I love this feeling. (laughs) Like it's like, I don't want to say it's a sickness because I don't think I ever had like it isn't, it isn't. I wouldn't say that I was not able to stop And I was putting myself into like a hospital, you know, it wasn't to that extent, but I thrive off of those endorphins and I love working out. Like I still do. I have to hold myself back sometimes because I'd probably work out seven days a week. I just love it. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes me feel good. Um, But anyways, I, I really was depleting my hormones in my body in that way, but I was going seven days a week. So I canceled those memberships first and foremost. I literally was like, I need to cancel my core power yoga. I need to cancel my cycling. I can keep the gym. That was the one thing that I said. I can keep my Mm -hmm. gym membership, but I'm not going to do any cardio. And so I really kind of like made a calendar of my workouts and what I was going to allow myself to do. And it was no more than 20 minutes of cardio a few times a week. Most of the time I was walking. Mm -hmm. Then I decided, okay, I need to like put this energy into something else because I'm feeling like, stagnant. And if you are used to working out that much and your metabolism gets used to that and you start to eat more, you actually just, at least me personally, like I felt gross. I just felt like yucky. Like I was just Mm -hmm. like, my metabolism sucks. I'm not digesting my food. I feel like I need to work out because you're so used to burning calories. Mm -hmm. Um, so with that, I just had to make that adjustment. I started, you know, learning into more gut health, adjusting the way that I was eating the timing so I could get more calories, more protein, but like, how did I do it? So it made me feel okay. Um, and then I got really into yoga. So yoga was something that was like a calm activity and it Mm -hmm. was like exercise and mentally it put me in a space of just like surrender, I want to say. And then I became a yoga teacher. (laughs) Um, so I fell so in love with it, but I cut out the hot yoga. I wasn't allowing myself to do hot yoga at all because it just was so depleting. My acupuncturist was like, you just got to like live on minerals, girlfriend. (laughs) Like you can't sweat this much. So I really kind of just moved into more calm movement. It wasn't that I was doing nothing. And that for me was like an okay compromise where I felt like I can do this. You Mm -hmm. know, like the other thing too, is making sure that I always had that future plan ahead of me. What did I want? What was I doing this for? I actually, at that time, because I was young, I was like, my body's whatever. It'll, it'll be fine. 
I'm not worried about that as much as I'm worried about. I want kids. I want a family. I need my period back to have that happen, Mm -hmm. you know, and my husband too, he was really excited. He wanted to, you know, start trying. And I was like, I know, but like, I, there's nothing I can do about that right now, aside from what I'm already doing, you know, Mm -hmm. like I felt a little bit of pressure. I don't think he pressured me, but it was like, I felt the pressure for all these things that we wanted as, you know, a family and a new couple. And I always kept that at the forefront of my goals because that was obviously going to be the most driving important factor for me. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to touch on. Like your why was really stronger than anything else because you knew that that was so important to you that it just it was worth right breaking the addiction of the stress hormones. That's yeah. real. Because yeah. some people it's it's harder because it's just like I want to be healthy, but what that looks like might be just different for other people. It might just be like for general sure. health compared to like you're like, I want kids. That's a very easy, tangible, like we're we're getting yeah. there. Yeah. So core formulas and RCF. How did you meet your co-founder, Emily Morrow? So Emily and I met actually on Instagram, shockingly, <laughs> around around 2016. Um, and we just kind of like exchanged messages. And she was going through a very similar journey. We both came from an amenorrhea, over-exercise, intense, hardcore um, kind of lifestyle. And I remember the day that she actually texted me. Once we became like kind of more Instagram friends, we were on a texting basis and she was showing me pictures of all these parasites and she was working with this other doctor and running labs. And I was just like, Whoa, this is insane. And so, you know, we kind of had this like parallel journey of Mm -hmm. doing the same healing modalities, so Mm -hmm. to speak and protocols and things. But I remember her texting me saying like, you'll never believe it. I finally got my period back. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm so jealous because I wasn't there yet. Yeah. And so we kind of shared these like really, I think, special moments of being in the gutters together. (laughs) And she actually has a design background as well. Um, And so we kind of, I don't know, just hit it off on everything that we have similarities in. And when I did get my period back, it took me about two years. um, And I actually had regular cycles, you know, for about six months. Um, And then I got pregnant with my first son. Mm. And after that, when he was about one and a half or so, I just stopped, um, pumping finally. And I was like, look, em, we gotta, we gotta get stuff circled back here. I need you to be my practitioner because like, I just can't, I can't do it myself. I need mm-hmm. a different lens center, all my labs, blood work. And we kind of, you know, created this protocol that was similar to like what she, what she thought I needed and what I thought I needed. And we're like, it's interesting, you know, now that we're trained well, and we know what we're doing. We both went through NTA, but we've both worked for functional doctors. I worked at a doctor's office um, after that and really learned blood work. I learned all of these other things that they don't teach you in mm-hmm. nutrition school. And so she and I were like, you know, I think we can kind of create a formula here. Like it, you do foundations, you go through parasites, you go through the roadmap, that kind of stuff. And so as she kind of walked me through this protocol and several after that, Um, that's how root cause formula was created, deciding like, Hey, we could do this, not just for one person because we're only two people or, you know, I was working one-on-one at the time. I was like, I'm only one person. I want to help more at the same time. I think we can do that. And so that's how we created, um, RCF, but yeah, that's how we met is basically that long story short. (laughs) It all comes back to Instagram, (laughs) Instagram, social media. Yeah. It's just, she and I have like very different personalities, but very similar personalities. And I think it takes two people who are very much on the same page and can like flow like that to have two businesses together for sure. Mm -hmm. Like we are just able to, I've never, I've had a few businesses with other people along this journey. I had a podcast for a while. I did corporate event things and it's just Emily and I are just different. We just like fit like two peas in a pod and we just get each other and it works. Mm -hmm. I mean, they say business partners are as close to a marriage besides your marriage that you're going to have. So like you have to find that right person that like truly, especially to own multiple businesses that it can just gel. Yeah. So how did core formulas come to be? So core formulas came to be, so we did our RCF, our root cause formula program. We ran about, um, gosh, maybe eight or nine rounds of that program over the course of almost two years. Um, and we've since ended that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
RCF is no longer as of right now, just because we really want to focus on core formulas. Yeah. And it came about because as we're building these protocols, as we're looking at solutions for missing pieces in blood work and addressing these, you know, chronic illnesses, there's always some supplements that were just like, man, I wish this was different. Like I wish this gut support had this, but didn't have this and had a lower dosage of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so Emily, like truly the way that it came about was we always had these kind of like, you know, comments or side commentary. And then one day she calls me, she's like, guess what? It's like, I can't, I can't wait because this is how Emily operates. She's like, we're starting a supplement company. I was like, really? (laughs) That sounds really exciting. (laughs) What do I need to do? (laughs) And so she had um, been approached by somebody and, you know, kind of talked about it logistically. And she was like, yeah, I've been formulating things in my head for years. And I wish these things existed. It's, you know, it's kind of timing. Timing is everything. Mm -hmm. And so we were in a good place to do it together. And I love the business stuff that she hates and vice versa. So it just works. I love that. Um, So we were talking about right before we hopped on this, I was going to say, what's your most favorite, like, what's your favorite product? Not what's the most desired one. Cause we know what that is right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite product is gut makeover to mm. be honest. I love gut makeover and the things that I've dealt with in my health history is more or less gut related. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I had SIBO for a long time. I've had candida stuff come up mm-hmm. bloating chronically. So all of that. And then when I hit postpartum for both boys, I feel like my gut kind of like exploded. Like it Mm -hmm. just, things were not (laughs) the way they needed to be. So gut makeover has been, I've probably gone through like at least five bottles. I mean, we say, you know, and we say this in our protocols in general for any supplement, a lot of stuff is one and done unless it's foundational. And so I think that the gut makeover is one of those foundational gut supports that I love being on long-term. You can take one or two bottles until you feel like your gut's in a good place. Your markers come into range. If we're looking at that globulin leaky gut, symptoms, stuff like that. But that's probably my favorite. I also give one capsule to my older son as well. So gut makeover. Love it. So for those that don't know, because I, obviously there's a lot of gut gut support out there. Um, what makes gut makeover different than all those leaky gut supports, the powders, we get it all of the L-glutamine and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so the thing that makes ours different is that we decided, and that's what we, when we formulate, we always say, okay, what's the differentiator? We're never going to create something that is similar or already exists. Mm -hmm. So gut makeover has that gut brain access connection that is so important. Um, so we actually have magnesium L3 innate in ours, which Mm -hmm. is a great form of magnesium that helps calm the nervous system. It helps touch kind of like that brain part. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have lion's mane, which is also super helpful, um, as a brain support and cognition. Mm-hmm. And so you can't digest anything and your gut's never going to heal. If you have, you know, a stressed out nervous system, if cortisol is high, we produce our digestive enzymes for digestion by starting in the brain. When we think about, okay, we're home, we're cool. We're collected. We can digest food. And so we really combined the gut support, um, with the chamomile, the L-carnosine, which is great for healing those tight junctions with the brain components. Mm-hmm. For anyone out there, I did not tell her to say that you cannot digest when your <laughs> nervous system's in fight or flight. Cause I say that all the time. I'm, I do a lot of gut stuff similarly to you, SIBO, candida. I went through the ringer of gut stuff and I preach till I'm blue in the face about like the nervous system, the emotional component. Yep. It's so important because most people just want to take supplements. They want to change their nutrition and that's it. But you know, that's why, like that. yeah, I'm like, eh. well, yeah. if you're constantly stressed out. If you're being chased right. by a bear, your body's not ready to digest food. Right. And you know, going back to the over-exercise component, that's what over-exercise will do. Mm-hmm. It elevates your cortisol. It's not always bad, but if it's constantly being pushed to the limit, And then once your nervous system, all of that is dysregulated, cortisol is, you know, being produced, your adrenals get shot, your blood sugar is dysregulated. I mean, it's a whole cascade of issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like I said, that addiction to stress hormones that you may not even realize you have. So many people don't realize that their cortisol is so elevated all the time that like, oh, that is, yes, there are good stressors, right? Exercise is inherently a good stressor, but you can overdo it. Yeah. So... Tell us a little bit about daily basics because it's been, it's blown up 
it has blown up. <laughs> I don't want to say that because it's my own product. However, I can tell you from the thousands of orders that we just received since it relaunched. Um, and that's, that's the reason why it's been out of stock so often mm -hmm. is because it keeps selling out. And I was telling Courtney too, like, we're a small company. It's Emily, me, we have our formulator, our <laughs> manufacturer, which we work very close with. Um, I text him probably five times a day about something. And then we have our amazing assistant who works with us and she's doing all of our shipping and everything. So we haven't moved into that space of a fulfillment center just yet because we're trying to keep everything in house. Mm -hmm. um, we like having control of it all. And if you send a message or an email to like through our website, like that's me answering it. Um, I just want to be able to give people like the right answers. And if mm -hmm. you have a question about our product and especially because, you know, it's a supplement, it's a formula, it's an ingredient, you know, I'm not going to have someone who doesn't know what they're talking about, answer your question about, you know, why is my pee yellow when I'm taking be happy bees? I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of basic, but still, so yes. we, we really love having a small operation, but that comes with the growing pains of having so many orders that we can't keep up and we sell out and then placing new orders, but having that lag time. So 2024 has been already kind of showing us, okay, what do we need to do to grow? And so honestly, as of when we relaunched on Monday, probably by like Monday night, I have an entire new plan of what <laughs> we're going to be doing for the future in terms of keeping up with more inventory mm -hmm. or, you know, increasing our production line and getting shipping out quicker. So we're doing a lot of things to kind of, uh, I guess, just grow really, you know, to keep escalating our business. But it's, it's been really eye opening and fun to see, you know, you mm -hmm. never want to, some people, some companies, I think go too big too soon. And mm -hmm. that's what will hold them back. We're kind of like waiting. And we've waited to be like, okay, got, got it. Thank you. We can see the signs now, you know, move forward. Here's what we need to change and do. So daily basics was the, um, it's a coffee creamer. We developed it as a coffee creamer, but it can really mm -hmm. be used as anything. We call it a coconut cream powder because you can add it to smoothies, to yogurt, to oatmeal. Um, gosh, you can really add it to anything. You can take it. We've had a lot of people just dump the scoop in their mouth. They're like, okay. I don't really drink coffee. And sometimes I don't have time. Can I just take it straight? I'm like, yeah, but like, it tastes like a sugar cookie and there's no sugar in it. And the reason we developed it was because, you know, we're drinking our coffee every morning. Emily and I kind of have like our quote unquote, like breakfast coffee a lot of times where it's like, we're loading it up with butter, with protein, with everything we possibly can. And that's, you know, what I personally have for like the first few hours. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll eat a protein bar, um, but getting the kids ready for school, talk about like eating when you're stressed out. Like it's just not feasible for me to sit down to like a nice scrambled egg breakfast <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. So I got to get as much food and as much nutrients in right away. And we're like, wouldn't it be cool if there was a way to add specific nutrients for foundations? We preach foundations all the time, which what does that mean? That means sleep, stress, movement, mindset, um, eating properly, taking care of your cellular health, like all these foundations that sometimes people just go straight into like, oh, I got to take care of metals and mold. Like, yeah, you, you do but you got to do this first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we really wanted something that was like really just basic that like people who maybe are using coffee mate would be like, Oh, this is actually pretty good. I could swap to this and it's super clean. So all it is, it's organic coconut cream powder, organic coconut milk powder, rather, um, vitamins, A, D, E, and K your fat solubles. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, each one of those has its own benefit, which yeah. I mean, we could go through all those, but um, and then it's got selenium, which we really wanted thyroid support because most people, a lot of people need thyroid support. Yeah. Um, it has inositol, which is amazing for blood sugar. We talked about that because most people are stressed. A lot of people deal with imbalanced blood sugar and a lot of people don't even know it. You know, are, are most people taking their fasting blood sugar with a glucometer or wearing a CGM all day? Probably not. You know, it's cool if you do. And if you do, sometimes you'll realize like, oh, wow, my fasting is, you know, 95. And I didn't even realize that mm -hmm. because maybe you don't feel that. So inositol helps to kind of balance the blood sugar. It's also amazing for hormones. Um, I mean, there's a whole list of things that's good for. Um, it also has like a subtle sweetness to it if you just take regular inositol powder. So I think that kind of helps with the flavoring mm -hmm. of this. And then we also have uh, taurine uh, which is great for cellular health. It's also like a, it's almost like a pre binder in a way. So once you get up to that kind of like upper limit of like 500 milligrams, it can start to kind of like 
push bile a little bit. So we have taurine and also our uh, drainage essentials. Um, and so you can kind of like stack our products. We dose things low knowing that like, I also do two servings of daily basics instead of just one because mm -hmm. I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> um, so you can kind of stack on top of each other, but we also want it to be basic enough to where our most sensitive clients and people are not going to have a reaction to any of mm -hmm. our products. If they do, then we're not doing it right. Of course, some people are going to be those one-off people that, you know, maybe yeah. they're just not there yet, or maybe they didn't take it at the right time, or maybe they do need a half dose. But generally speaking, our products are very mild, but just super effective because we don't use a lot of ingredients. You know, sometimes you look at these labels and it's like 500 ingredients and it's like, well, if you have 500 things in there, I'm sure that like the actual amount is probably very small yeah. considering it's fitting into this tiny capsule. <laughs> so we try and keep ours at a very minimum ingredient amount. So it's effective. Your body knows what to do with it. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I appreciate the most about you guys. Every single time that I give a client one of your supplements, it's like four or five ingredients. And if there's one of those people that loves to research it themselves, it doesn't take that long, right? It's yeah. very straightforward versus, I mean, most supplements out there have lots of things in them, Yeah, but more isn't necessarily better. No, no. And Easily I do, <laughs> I was going to say, I got my daily basics in here today, which is great. Cause right. King is one of those it, we could talk about King till we're blue in the face, but like, it's oh, one of those yeah. things that it is a supplement in and of itself and being able to load it with more benefits that are, I mean, more foundational to your body that all those fat soluble nutrients. And then you go into the blood sugar stabilization. You're not spiking your blood sugar unless you're still working on things. Like when you're putting that in your King first yeah. thing in the morning. Yeah. I mean, we've had more people, we're going to do a post on this, which I need to do today at some point, but we've had more people send us messages and say, why am I losing weight on daily basics? That was never the intention. We would never come out with a weight loss product. Yeah. Like that's just not our thing. The weight and someone's body is so individual. There's, you can't, Yeah. anyways, that's a whole other topic, but that was never our intention. Our intention was to focus on foundations and what happens when you focus on foundations, the body will reduce inflammation. It will stabilize blood sugar. It will drop weight that is maybe not necessarily supposed to be there when the body is super healthy and functioning optimally. So mm -hmm. that's been a really fun side effect to kind of like hear from people. It's like, oh my gosh, the five pounds that like I just felt was like inflammation type that I knew didn't feel right to my body are gone. And the only thing they changed was daily basics. <laughs> like you said, it's, it's the simple things that make all the difference. If you can just yeah. add something to your coffee in the morning, or if you can just swap to this healthier coffee as a whole, like that's a big thing that a lot of people would be willing to do that, but maybe not willing to do a whole protocol. Right. So would you say that that is probably your favorite testimonial that you've had all these people just with these unexpected weight losses? I would say that and fertility. I mean, the weight stuff to me is like, it's fine. <laughs> that's great. If that was what like made them happy and they were excited about it. Cool. I think the biggest always the testimonials that get me and like so near and dear to my heart that make me cry are like my cycle is finally regular or I finally was able to get pregnant mm -hmm. or, you know, just all of the kind of, I don't know, fertility type of bringing new life into the world testimonies, like really, really pull up my heartstrings. And we've seen that over and over and over again, but it's, it's almost different for each supplement. Like we don't have a fertility supplement. Yeah. But we've seen it with drainage essentials for sure. You know, horsetail is in there. Horsetail is great for pulling metals. It's great for, you know, it's got that silica in it. And maybe that was what someone needed to kind of work on before their hormones started to stabilize. So, I mean, I think also B6, I mean, B6 for progesterone. Um, we've seen a lot of hormonal testimonies with be happy bees. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't have folate or B12 in ours because it's very specific to that person. Um, some people are over methylators versus under methylators. Some people don't do well with a certain type of B12. They need, um, cyanocobalamin versus methylcobalamin. It's just so specific. So we ask people to, if you need that supplement it outside, but we have like a higher B6 content because B6 is one of our favorite B vitamins that is just so great for so many things, brain cognition, hormones. Um, and so I think hearing people have those types of benefits when it comes to their hormones, or even just like someone who struggled with terrible periods their whole life and debilitating pain, 
And they're like, once I was able to kind of get everything back into a foundational place and I started using your supplements, like that's what makes us happy. Mm -hmm. So I think those are my favorite testimonies, to be honest. I love that. And one thing I love about Be Happy Bees is no, no nice and flush, which is because I've had people, you know, think that they're having an allergic reaction because you don't always necessarily know what it is. And then they're like, oh, I took Benadryl. And I'm like, well, I understand that, but you didn't have to because unfortunately it was just nice and flush. (laughs) And then they do it again tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, so no, which glad you took it. Right. If something was actually happening. Yeah. I also want to touch upon uh, stress control a little bit because I feel like there are so many stress supplements out there on the market, but I have not seen a supplement with the ETAS, the asparagus stuff. I don't know. What's the word? (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's called ETAS or I don't know how you say it properly, but it's just an acronym, basically ETAS. And it stands for an extract of asparagus enzyme, essentially. So that mm-hmm. bottom half of the asparagus, that's kind of like the white stuff that you don't mm-hmm. really want to eat and you cut off and toss in the trash, that actually has a lot of nutritional value. Um, and so what the ex- asparagus extract will do is it's buffering the body's ability to produce and have too elevated cortisol. So it helps, it's something called heat shock protein or HSP 70, I want to say. And so it produces this heat shock protein that pretty much just kind of, if you're thinking of like, you know, smoke coming out of a fire, it's really just dampening that smoke. It's pushing that down, which is the cortisol. Mm -hmm. And so the heat shock protein helps regulate cortisol, which is our stress hormone, which if you're lowering that, obviously your body is less stressed. You don't have those other imbalances that cascade from that stress response. So the ETOS is a really, really cool it's one of our most expensive things to source, which is why people don't use it very often in supplements. Mm -hmm. Um, and also the lead time is a little bit longer, which is why we're sold out of that right now. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a really cool ingredient that I feel like we are one of the only people, there's a few other supplements out there that we've seen, but nothing Mm -hmm. that kind of like combines the three that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, so the other support that we have in there is phosphatidylserine, which we love, um, an amazing calming kind of, um, ingredient as well. So I think the combination of everything with the ETOS is, is special stress control. And sometimes it, it's really powerful for people. They're like, I have been able to get off Xanax and work on stress control. And the thing that we do say though, is, well, let's also address why there's stress. You know, you have to do both. We don't want you taking this as a bandaid to kind of like, you know, mitigate whatever else you're doing, but it works really well for people to take at night. You can take before bed. It can help increase HRV. We've seen that if you're wearing an aura ring or anything that's tracking that, um, increasing HRV. And that is your body's stress response, essentially how well you handle stress. And so we really love data, Emily, and I love like measurable data. And so when someone's like, I started taking stress control and my HRV moved up by five points, we're like, that's awesome. And we know exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Which is, yeah, I mean, stress. I was going to say running a supplement company, it's really good that you have all the data because, you know, people are going to come at you asking questions and now you're like, oh, look, here we are. Yeah, exactly. I can tell you exactly why that works the way Mm -hmm. it did. (laughs) I'm really, I was going to ask why does no one else use E-Test? And I'm really glad you addressed that because I was like, I haven't seen it anywhere. And I was wondering why, because I feel like your stress supportive supplement is so helpful where there are so many out there that I've taken a lot of adrenal and stress supports and felt like they did nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think that really is the reason why is because it's expensive and it's hard to source. And a lot of times too, I mean, bigger companies have more ability to source bigger quantities, but we have to purchase a certain amount to even be able to use it. And so they don't just sell you like, you know, smaller amounts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's why, I mean, our stress control is like 78, 95. It's not a cheap support, but it costs us a lot of money to make it. Um, and when we did, we did a black Friday, I think it was for our black Friday, we did 50% off. And really the reason was because we were like, if people tried this and they knew how well it worked, it would be one of our best sellers. And I think people are resistant to try something that it's expensive and I don't know. And so we're like, we'll take a cut on our end, you know, like we, we probably lost money, (laughs) but it was important for us to be able to show people, okay, this is a great support, you know, cost um, you know, prohibitive maybe, but if you need it, it's a really great option, especially because 
you know, taking anti-anxiety medication, which of course there's, there's a time and a place for medication mm-hmm. always. Um, I would never tell someone to get off of any of their medications like that. But if there's something that has three ingredients and it's in a natural product and it comes from things like asparagus, we also have rhodiola in there, which is not a nightshade. That's the other thing that I think most stress supports will have um, all of these nightshade type of autoimmune inflammation and ashwagandha. Yeah. So it's really hard to find one that is super simple. That's not going to irritate people on the back end, even though it might help their stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, like you said, the ashwagandha is in so many and it being a nightshade, depending on the person, how sensitive they are, where they're at in their journey, might not be able to handle it. Um, I did see on your stories, are you willing to talk about what's to come? Yeah, absolutely. I've been working on that all week. My brain is like fried right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for bringing it back up, but I know people are going to be excited to hear it in long form. It's fresh in my head. So I mentioned, um, well, I mentioned my boys, my two boys, my oldest son, he's gosh, he's going to be five in February, which like blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually, he's nonverbal completely right now. And he does have an autism diagnosis. I take that with a grain of salt, because if you're in this world of root cause health, you know, that everything like that is another issue, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been working on things with him since he was two, I want to say maybe, well, yeah, around two is when I kind of was like, we need to step it up. We need functional medicine practitioners on board. We need testing, we need labs. And so we've been doing stuff ever since then. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been in the kid space for a long time with him personally. I just have never felt like I knew enough or Mm -hmm. able to kind of like, I mean, and honestly, I don't, I haven't seen one-on-one clients in a really long time since I had kids outside of RCF and core form. It's just because I just truly don't have the time. Um, so it's just been one of those things that I've always had a really big passion for personally. And so learning all the things that I've learned with my oldest Asher, um, has brought us to a place where, man, I wish better kids supplements existed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I wish they existed in a way that was easier to give, you know, like I've come a long way with him over just even in the past year and a half. Like I still remember reaching out to other moms being like, how do you get supplements in kids? it's impossible, especially when they're such picky eaters and they all taste terrible. And so I've worked a lot with his therapists, like ABA and OT, having them give him supplements, hiding them in packets, hiding them in applesauce, hiding them in smoothies. Like Mm -hmm. he originally would never drink or eat any of that. And so it was really hard to be like, hi, I know all of the issues that we have. I can see them on paper and I know exactly what to do and I can't get them in your body. Mm -hmm. Like it, I mean, it keeps me up every night, you know, like I still don't have one day or moment where I'm like, oh, that would be great for Asher. Or, oh, what if I tried this? Or, oh, this is the thing, you know, like I'm still really, really in the thick of it. Yeah. But that's been able to kind of like bring out a really fun opportunity for Emily and I to create a kid line with core formulas. And so that's what we have coming next. We have right now a picky powder that is going to be everything's going to be similar to daily basics in a way that it's going to be in a coconut milk powder Mm -hmm. and we are going to use some natural sugars because kids are kids yeah um it needs to taste good Mm -hmm. it does it needs to taste decent enough to where yes you can still hide it if you want but we want it to be something that is not going to be like like I open up every capsule for him and taste it before I put it in his packet to know like what kind of reaction I'm gonna get (laughs) and broccoli sprout extract um to provide sulforaphane, which is amazing for so many things, brain cognition, detox, um, liver support. And that stuff tastes absolutely horrible. Like it is beyond, and I I can get him to do it, but we don't, we don't want it to be like that. And I know Mm -hmm. from being the parent, not just the practitioner, like how stressful that kind of stuff is. <laughs> like I literally spent so much time putting all this together and you won't even take a bite of it. <laughs> um, so we are going to use probably some natural coconut sugar mm-hmm. and we are going to add some natural fruit flavors. So within our um, manufacturer, this is why we work with them is we have the ability to have so many amazing ingredients, like natural strawberry powder. That's mm. literally just crushed up strawberries, <laughs> um, blueberry powder, tart cherry, pineapple, And so we're kind of using those, um, to help with the flavor, a little bit of coconut sugar, 
and then um, put in all the ingredients that we can. So the hard part about this is formulating it to where it actually tastes good. That's why it took us so long to formulate daily basics is we had so many ideas of what we wanted to put in that formula. Like we thought NAC would be great. Um, mm. Tastes really bad. Tastes so like, bad. Really bad. <laughs> well, like sodium butyrate is one of my favorite things. You can smell it before you taste it. It's, it literally smells like Parmesan cheese. Oh, it's the worst. That's been like sitting in a closet in like the dead of heat <laughs> for years. And it like, gets on your hands if you just like put the pill in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. So like a lot of those things you're like, well, that's weird. I never knew what it tasted like. It's like, well, why would you? Unless you're opening up the capsules like we have, or I've mm-hmm. been doing with Ashton for years. <laughs> Um, so especially if it's going in your coffee, you know, like that's a, that's a big thing. So that's why daily basics took so long to formulate. Um, and actually that's how I even thought of the idea. Like Emily and I knew A, D, E, and K would be amazing because they're so foundational. Yeah. And, but I was tasting one of Asher's powders that has A, D, E, and K and it's got P, E, A in it, which stands for something I can't pronounce, but it's an amazing brain support. And I was looking at this bottle thinking, this doesn't taste like anything. This is great. What is in here? <laughs> Let's put that in there. <laughs> so like stuff like that, like that's how we, you know, kind it of works. come up with these. Yeah. So anyways, the picky powder is going to be great because it's going to have a lot of, I mean, I have all of my, I'm a handwritten note person. So I got like my whole binder here <laughs> of what's in each of them. And what I've been doing lately is um, like market research. What does this company use? How much of that do they use? Is this dose for kids? How much do they use? Um, what's different, you know, what does mm-hmm. this have that we don't and vice versa? Um, so the picky powder is going to have things like important nutrients that you wouldn't be able to get into your kids. Think like Kamu Kamu powder, like for mm. vitamin C and the broccoli extract, perhaps some immune support, um, antioxidants, uh, a lot of really good stuff that is found in food that maybe your little picky eater is not so jazzed about, but yeah. is missing out on. So that's one of them. Um, we have a night night formula, which is going to be just a really good basic sleep support. Um, I sent a friend yesterday, like a bunch of sleep support options that exist on the market. Half of them are gummies, which are fine, but a lot of kids (laughs) I actually had someone say, yeah, I had to stop giving my kids gummies because they eat them right before bed. And I feel like their teeth are literally Mm. like rotting away because it's like sugar and then they're not brushing their teeth afterwards. So gummies, you know, things like that. Um, are great, but we want to do something different. Mm -hmm. And, um, we have a, what else? A brain boost powder. Um, brain Mm -hmm. is obviously my number one thing that I've been working on Mm -hmm. with my son. So I have a lot of insight onto really good brain supports. Um, we also have a drainage product that we're coming out with. Um, I personally give Asher drainage essentials. I give him one capsule Um, but that's not always going to work. He's not sensitive like at all. So I should say that a lot of kids are very sensitive to stuff, but we want to have a really good drainage support. That's, um, moving the bowels, Mm -hmm. addressing the liver, bile, all of that. That's gentle. And then we're coming out with a, uh, a binder. Mm -hmm. So a binder is something that I've been passionate about as we walk through a lot of mycotoxin and mold and fungal cleanup personally, but there's either charcoals which you have to take away from food, which can be really yeah. annoying timing wise. And then there's things that pull out minerals and stuff that your body needs. And so being on binders long-term is not ideal. There's mm-hmm. a time and a place for sure. But for kids, they're already so picky, so depleted. We don't want to pull out anything that we got in them in the first place. And so a whole food-based binder is really something that we've been kind of working on that's going to have... Um, just more, more food-based things that it's not going to pull out. And you can also take it with other stuff. Like I know some moms will even just use like chia seeds as a binder because it's, you know, pulling out all those things. It's got that sticky kind of like, almost like that, um, large arabino galactin kind of vibe where it's like, you know, it's good for what it does and it's effective without being ineffective (laughs) at the same time, if that makes sense. So those are kind of the what's in the pipeline for right now. Is there any timeline for people generally on when to generally look for my it? goal is to send my formulas and dosages. Um, Emily and I are like taking a deep dive on every single milligram for each mm-hmm. ingredient in the next week. And then we are sending out to some other practitioners and people to look at mm-hmm. the work in the kids space because I really want their feedback on yeah. 
Hey, this, this, I don't know. Like I had one practitioner say, you got to be careful with psyllium husk. I was like, psyllium husk. That seems so gentle to me. Mm-hmm. I've had after on that. She's like, yeah, I work with a lot of kids. I've seen people have reactions. I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> you know, just like that stuff that like you wouldn't know. Yeah. Unless you're working with kids in the field. And so mm-hmm. we really have, you know, a lot of respect for these practitioners. So we're going to send those out to our, our kids experts as well and see their thoughts. And then we're going to start taste testing. So we're still in that phase. I would say, I don't want to, I mean, the first half of 2024 is our goal. That's a lot earlier than I thought. So yeah, in 2024, I feel like is a great, I was like, are we thinking 2025? Like what's No, it'll be, it'll be 2024. Once we have it down and also we are expanding like our actual machinery for the creamer so we can produce more at once, Mm. which is awesome. That's exciting. Um, So hopefully things within the production at least will be good. But yeah, I mean, I want to send samples to people who have kids and be like, would your kids eat this? If no one's going to eat it, then there's no point in having it, you know? So there's going to be a lot of um, trial (laughs) with the kids line (laughs) versus, you know, we sent our daily basics out to some of our girls in our CF and we're like, Hey, what do you think? You know, Mm -hmm. but generally we knew it was going to be hit. We tasted it. We love it. We're good. You know, but kids are different. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I have this small sample size of your two children. (laughs) So you're like, we want to get it out to more, see if they're pickier kids. And like you said, if there's more sensitive people, because if your son's not sensitive, then. Right. He's not sensitive at all. I have him on like a ton of black walnut and artemisia right now. Fine. Mm. (laughs) My littlest one who's 16 months, he'll do like, you know, spoonfuls of PC. Like he's not like a, oh, I'm not going to take that. You know, he's like, this is good. I was gonna say, I have some clients who are adults and will not take PC. So respect. Yeah. 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 I mean, kids are interesting. It's like half of them, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know that things taste bad or good. They're like, this is something that's new to me. And then you have the other kids that are maybe going to be older, five, seven years old that have opinions about everything. Mm -hmm. So age range for um, our powders, which I know is a question we get a lot. Like what ages can you take them? I think it's going to be it, I think everything is up to the parent personally, because there's going to be, I mean, I give Asher adult supplements, but I give him one capsule versus three, mm-hmm. you know? So like you could easily use this on littles and do half the dosage. I don't think there's going to necessarily be, there'll be like a recommended, you know, under three is a little iffy. It'll probably be for technically three and over. Yeah. Do I give my kids stuff that is for three and over? <laughs> yeah, I do. You know, yeah. because I, I know the ingredients. And that's the other thing that we always say, like, do your own research. People ask all the time, can I take this while I'm breastfeeding or pregnant? Well, I don't know. What do you think about the ingredients? Have you looked them up? Mm -hmm. That's what I would do. I mean, Google is horrible for that kind of stuff. But generally speaking, you know, you can find out information on whether asparagus is good for you or not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, (laughs) I I get that question too. And I'm like, would I take it personally? (laughs) That's what I always, I always pose it as that because I'm like, can't tell you, can't give you advice because- we get it. It's immoral to do studies on pregnant and breastfeeding women. So there's yeah. no research on pretty much everything. Right. I mean, you have to also think what I think about is what are people giving to pregnant women though? <laughs> you know, like, are they recommending you get certain uh, injections for things while you're pregnant that contain yep. a lot of really terrible ingredients? Yeah. Yeah. So if that's recommended, I see no issues with milk thistle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're like, don't eat runny egg yolks. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's like. Exactly. It's yeah. That the whole space, it's all about liability. That's what it is. It's liability. And so that's why, you know, we say too, exactly. Like, would I take it? Yes. Can I tell you it's safe? No. Yeah. I can tell you anything's safe. Yeah, exactly. I'm (laughs) like. I can tell you how I feel about it. The best is like my personal opinion. When I am pregnant one day, will I be taking this? Yes. So, like, yeah, yeah it's fine. exactly. So all of them are going to be powders. You're saying like daily basics, most most likely, unless we run into something where it's not the binder. We're planning on putting in capsules, okay? Because that's going to be an adult. It's going to probably come out with the kids line. How we're going to brand it, I'm not totally sold on yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that there's a lot of need for binders in the adult space too. I mean, for so long, people have been on a very specific company's binder forever and it's, you know, it's fine, but there's a lot of things in there that I wouldn't personally take Mm long-term. Um, so we want 
something different on the market that I think people will be excited about um, that are adults too. So that hopefully will be capsules. Okay. If you want to use it, kids, just open it up. And if it tastes better, we love that because it's like, I don't, I have clients that want to open things up and they're like, these taste terrible. I'm just going to say biotoxin binders, bad. It smells like sulfur. So it's not something that is easy. I wouldn't try to have a child take that because I'm sure they would not be happy with me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't think we'll, so I guess back to that, I don't think we'll have that one as a coconut powder. I don't think we'll do that one as a powder and then capsule. It'll just be, it probably, I don't know how it's going to taste. We'll see, but it's better than sulfur. It's yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I've tasted, I've tasted it all. Biotoxin is not nearly as offensive as what did I taste those really bad? Oh, Malia. Malia, I tasted the other day, parasite support from yeah. Supreme Nutrition. Not good. Very not good. <laughs> never tried that one. Wouldn't recommend it to a friend. I mean, most people don't open up capsules. Yeah. I actually saw um, someone had posted about there's a straw and I'd have to like go back and look at my archives and maybe save mm-hmm. it somewhere. Maybe I did save it to my spectrum mm-hmm. support. I save a lot of highlights to like spectrum two, spectrum yeah. one for kids supports, whatever, but there's a straw that's good for kids and adults who can't swallow capsules. Basically you put like the capsule at the bottom of the straw and you can put it in like water or whatever. And it just shoots it back into your mouth. I've heard of that one. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. So, Cause then you're not thinking about it. You just swallow and all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So there are options for even adults. Cause there's plenty of adults who don't like to swallow capsules. So. My sister, she's yeah. 31. Yeah. Can't swallow, can't swallow anything. Think, is it like a gag reflex kind of response? Uh, Yeah, I think it's mostly in her head. Like, I think it's like the block to it because all these years she's had this issue where she just like yeah. gets so afraid of it. So, yeah, I know there's a lot to unpack there. I'm like, hmm, yeah, the Vegas nerve related and gag reflex. Related? It might be. <laughs> I think it's like. That. It's just that she, she was a very allergic child. And so like she had to take Benadryl a lot and, you know, it morphed from being just the liquid to the pills. So I think that it was yeah. just like being in a, a really stressed out state and then having to get this into your body was like, yeah, I mean, a lot of picky eating, even for kids. I mean, a lot of it is trauma and stress response to a fear. Like Asher had a really intense gag reflex up until honestly, about a year ago like anything, giving him solids was Mm. a huge nightmare. He just automatically would gag because it would get to the back half of his tongue gag and it would, he would projectile vomit, literally everything everywhere. So that was another thing we dealt with for so long. That was like so hard to get like milk. I would like pump, you know, a ton of milk and he would just projectile all of it or supplements and things. I would finally get it into his system through a packet and he would, you know, take too much or projectile. Mm. I started working on nervous system and I've gotten him recently back into cranial sacral therapy and we no longer have that issue. So I think love a lot that. of the gag reflex comes back to vagus nerve. And I love that people listening to this are going to hear that if they don't know. <laughs> a lot of things have to do with vagus nerve is interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've worked on vagus nerve stuff and nervous system for him with him for a while. So. Are there any top tips if there are any other moms that are in your situation who have a child on the spectrum and don't know where to start? Just like your top couple things. Like you're like, I would start here. I would do this. Yeah. Gosh. Um, I mean, I definitely think that the therapies that they offer are helpful to some degree. So I would say if you have in your area, find out, just do a quick Google search, regional center, like in San Diego or wherever you are, each Mm -hmm. state. Um, typically has like a regional center within your area and they offer free services. Mm. So if the child gets evaluated and they decide, Hey, he could really benefit or she could benefit from speech and OT. um, The state will provide that through the regional center. So I started that with Asher at 18 months, just because I, I had no idea where we are now, but I could see certain delays. I could see things that like I thought he should be doing that he wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I was like, there's no harm in getting him early intervention, hundred yeah. percent. So I think that is the first place to start because that's just a good best practice, mm-hmm. but I don't think that therapy is enough at all. I think that you need to find someone who is going to be able to run something like mycotoxin tests an oat test, organic mm-hmm. acids. Um, blood work can be a little bit tough for littles, but it's also doable and sometimes really important. 
Um, there are certain specific autism tests in terms of are they absorbing or utilizing folate appropriately? Mm -hmm. There's something called the FRAT test, which um, kids can have certain antibody receptors where they're basically not getting folate. We know how important folate is for the brain. Sometimes they need folinic acid instead. So things like that. There's no, I want to be clear with what I said though. There's no test for autism. Yeah. People think that there are. And they're like, oh, this, this child is truly autistic versus he just has a lot of root cause stuff. Mm -hmm. I, and people in this space, the autism practitioner mom space, I feel like it's a little bit touchy. Some people, they just have different opinions. Um, a lot of kids will have regressions, you know, like I have, I mean, I, we could do a whole podcast episode on just that. So I don't want to get into that too much, but, um, there are genetic, you know, uh, I guess, like predispositions that a child can have to make them very sensitive. That I think is maybe the genetic component Mm -hmm. to autism personally is how I feel. So my son has a lot of predispositions to not detoxing well. He has a lot of Mm -hmm. predispositions genetically to kind of be set up to be a really sensitive kid where a few assaults on his system is a huge deal for him or it's not for other kids. Yeah. Um, So that's where I think there's kind of a gray area of how people feel. Um, but figuring out those things, what are, what are the biggest toxic burdens in his bucket and how do we help them super early on? Like, I don't think that 18 months is too young. They have that tiny health gut test that I think mm-hmm. is great. It's a stool test for babies. Then you can kind of like track and optimize their gut health. Like I saw Clostridia pop up in my 16 month old and I was like, Nope, yeah, <laughs> we are getting <laughs> out of here. No, sir. Um, so just things like that, that you might not have known that have been festering for a really long time. If you can get ahead of it, then it's like, you're just, you're going to set them up so much more for success. Um, so that's where I would say to start regional center and then finding a functional health practitioner that can run tests, labs, get them on a good protocol and go from there. And I can't forget diet. Diet is absolutely huge. Mm -hmm. And I've only now he's four and a half decided to be a very, very, very strict person about his diet. I'm like, very strict with him in general. He doesn't eat dairy. He doesn't eat gluten. He doesn't eat processed foods, mostly seed oils. He doesn't eat fast food. Like he's very clean. Yeah. But he eats a lot of like paleo waffles. He eats like those three wishes Cheerios with tapioca. He eats siete chips. He eats, you know, things like that. Yeah, all his favorite foods. Yeah, those are carb, 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 carb. Feeding into metals, feeding into glyphosate, feeding into candida overgrowth stuff. And it's like, you know, at the time for the past few years, I've been like, whatever, he'll eat it. That's fine. He needs food. And now I'm like, you know what? He's four and a half. He's old enough. That's done. Yeah. If he doesn't eat what I put in front of him, if he doesn't eat the scribbled eggs or the beef or the whatever, nope, he'll come back to it. They'll eventually get hungry. Their body, your body will not let you starve. It will not. You have to have like an appropriate age, of course, but diet for kids is huge. It just is. So I really think you have to hone in on diet for sure. I totally Those are the, the three things. <laughs> and then, like you said, I think looking into Vegas nerve stuff would be helpful. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've had him in um, chiropractic care since he was four days old. He goes to see the chiropractor. That's amazing for Vegas nerve. I just got him back into craniosacral therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing, we have our first neurofeedback session mm-hmm. next week, which I'm really excited about. I was going to um, ask you that off camera. Cause I was like, I, I just am curious. Cause I, my, a loved one of mine went for other things and yeah. everyone says it's really phenomenal for autism. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a specific, I might butcher this. I want to say it's like I a S I S or something. I just sent the link to a friend. There's different types of neurofeedback. Mm. Um, this one specifically is called yeah. I a S I S technologies. Um, and so I basically went to their website and found a practitioner in my area, which funny enough, this is how, like I posted the other day that I'm like only kind of doing things that like God literally like shows to the universe gives me the sign of like, that's what you need to do right now. Cause you know, there's so many things. That's the hard part about being a parent or even just any type of protocol healing journey. It's like, you Mm -hmm. cannot do one of everything. You have to prioritize and pick and choose what you're going to do. And there's a time and a place for it. And so I was put in touch with someone from actually root cause clinic who was like, Hey, have you tried neurofeedback? And I was like, mm-hmm. no, I haven't. It's just been one of those things that like, I just haven't gotten around to. I don't yeah. think it's a top priority. 
So I go onto their website and sure enough, the first, the first like three names, I know who she is on their website, this random website. And it's my lactation consultant who I use for my second son. And she also does neurofeedback. And every time she was here, she was like, please let me try this with Asher. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, we've got like, so like, I don't even have time to get him in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so finally I was like, all right, noted, got it. Making an appointment, yeah. we'll cancel something else. You know, so things like that, you just have to have a time and a place. But yeah, I'm excited. I'll report back on feedback, how it goes. But um, we'll see. I've heard good things about speech and just she she made it sound like, you know, sometimes with neurofeedback, it's like dirty electricity. You know, it's like how you can't use your oven and your toaster and your microwave all at the same time in your house. Something's going to short out. And so you have to go back to the main power source, turn it off and on, Mm -hmm. and then things will work one at a time. And so I think we're at a good place to try it now. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, there's going to be a time and place. You have to start with the foundations first before some people yeah. like to jump into all of the fun, not yeah. fun, but you get it all of the biohacks yeah, the, and all of the things. Yeah. And I think, I mean, those the things are important. Say, say supplement and diet are just impossible. You can't do it. Your kid's not going to do it. They're not there yet. You've tried everything. Mm-hmm. Do some of the outside things. Like I just started him on ionic foot baths. You know, that's a non-supplement therapy that yeah. can be helpful. Start with chiropractic, start with all the stuff that they will and can do and tolerate, and then they can come back to the supplement, you know, always work on diet, but you do your best, you know, like I don't look it back and say, gosh, Allie, you really screwed up with Asher's diet. You should have been harder on him. You know, no, I couldn't have been. Mm-hmm. I literally did everything I could. We're just at a place now where I'm able to be more strict because he actually, you know, can have more awareness of like, all right, she's not going to give me those potato chips. I know it. (laughs) I can do it. (laughs) So you can't beat yourself up. I think that is a great place to finish it off. Any last thoughts, comments, or just tell the people where they can find you. Um, yeah, thank you. We covered so many things. I will have to like send you some of the links to stuff or I have links on my Instagram. I try and be good about placing them places. Them. Okay. Allie, um, Hobson wellness is my Instagram. And then Allie Hobson wellness is also my website. You can mm-hmm. find me there. I have a lot of stuff saved. Um, yeah, if you are listening and this is coming out soon, or even if it's not coming out soon, we appreciate your patience with <laughs> the core formulas and, you know, being a small business and gosh, just, just growing with us. You know, every person that sends us an email, where's my shipping? I haven't seen my shipping number, my tracking number. I'm like, thank you so much. We appreciate your patience. We are doing our absolute best to getting out your products. So, um, but really we have the most amazing practitioner and just community in general, clients who buy our products. And we couldn't ask for a better community, truly. Like we really pride ourselves in educating our practitioners because you guys are like our people out in the field. People can ask you questions and you guys know the answers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I guess, yeah, thank you to all the practitioners listening who support us and everybody using our products and giving us great feedback. That's the one thing we love hearing is feedback. So if there's anything you have at all, you know, please let us know. Mm -hmm. And we're excited for our kids line. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why I wanted to have this podcast. Cause I'm like, I have so much knowledge based on all of those webinars you guys did. And I want just a little bit of that to get out to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys don't know um, that we have a VIP membership, it's totally free for practitioners. You just go onto our website. Um, there's a section where you can say, join, you just have to upload. We do ask that you're a practitioner with some type of certification because there's a lot of jargon and info and stuff that can kind of be confusing if you are not in this space. So we have that so we can educate our practitioners on even too like testing, you know, testing for heavy metals, testing for um, we test every single ingredient and then we test every single formula as a whole. And so a lot of that sets us back time wise because we're waiting for clearance. That's what we're waiting for right now. We're waiting for, you know, clearance on our microbial tests to come back for daily basics. So mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of stuff that maybe general public doesn't really care about. We have all that info for you guys as practitioners. So just join. It's totally free. We put stuff in there. We host webinars once in a while. Um, and then I will say we just kind of announced this last week, or maybe it was, I think it was only this week. <laughs> this week has been a long week <laughs> is that Emily and I are doing a event, I guess, an online virtual education summit, if you will, through core formulas in February. So it's going to be February 23rd and 24th. 
and it's going to be called Mastering the Foundations. And it's going to be for practitioners and just wellness enthusiasts. Anybody mm-hmm. who's interested in this kind of stuff, a Zoom call, um, we're going to go through some of these huge pillars that we find so important. And what are the things that have changed our health? You know, Emily and I both, I feel like are generally in a decent place, mm-hmm. but it's only because we've gone through so much to get here. But like, what are the things that made the biggest difference? And we always come back to foundations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always about these intense protocols. And so we're going to cover a lot of that nervous system, cellular health, mitochondria. We're going to have some guest speakers talk. Um, those will probably be pre-recorded. We're going to do some giveaways that are going to mm-hmm. be really fun. Um, I think we're going to put together some even bundles, like supplement bundles, ours and other people's. Mm-hmm. So we're still formulating all of that, but that's also on my to-do list. The next few weeks is to get that all wrapped up. We're going to have early bird pricing and then we'll have regular pricing coming out soon. So more info, TBD, but February 24th. No, 23rd, 24th. You're a very busy woman. So thank you for making time for the podcast. I love doing podcast stuff. It's fun. Yeah, it was so fun. And you guys know where to catch Allie. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.